Thanks for tuning in to Spraymakers, the podcast where Rossi and Trent dive deep into the world of water skiing. The relationship between a skier and coach is a special one that works best when a coach can allow a skier to understand why they do the things they do and how to adapt. Listen as the guys discuss how to analyze and address mistakes made in your skiing based on the knowledge you have gained. I want my skiers to want to ski with me, but I don't want them to always need to ski with me. I want I want them to to be able to understand cause and effect and and because we, I mean like like you know when you're in a tournament, you run your first pass, you need to be able to evaluate how that just went and come up with plan for pass number two. A hundred percent. I mean, I've always related it to, I want my skiers to be their own dynamic and true self versus, Mm -hmm. um, I call the other side, uh, more of a robot, you know, like where you're just, you're told what to do and you execute. And there are skiers that want to ski that way. I just, I just feel like, I feel like you're, you're, you're letting yourself down by not, by not going that extra mile. And the, the, the saying that keeps coming in my head is the more, you know, the more you can grow. You Dude, know? So, that was like, um, like a PBS sort of slogan when I was a kid. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, I, or, uh, maybe that's on, why I came in. If you, the more, you know, the more you grow. I remember there was on like Saturday morning cartoons or something. I'm probably reaching deep into my, deep into my subconscious <laughs> there then, but that's really funny. Yeah. And, and it, and it is like, you, you know, and there are, there are, there are coaches that sort of live and it's not, it's not necessarily wrong. Cause like you said, some people, that's what they want. But I, I, I can think back to a couple of years ago, I was coaching this, this, this uh, lady, like phenomenal skier. And, and, you know, I like to tell people the what, but I'm, I'm all, I always want to tell them the why. And usually, you know, more often than not people it, it's appreciated, but I just had this, this one lady just said like, you don't tell me why, just tell me what to do. And I'm just like, well, I, you know, and I'm, I do, I do want to tell you what to do, but if you don't know why, then I'm going to leave here tomorrow. And the moment that something goes goes off in this scenario or, or a similar situation, you're not going to know what to do. Um, you've got to be able to evaluate, you know, your your own skiing, and that's why you know we've talked about how to get the most out of your coaching sessions and how to get the most out of ski school, and and a lot of it, you know, we've just gone back to a hundred times like reciprocity. You've got to ask the right questions. So then, you know, again. <clears throat> you know, if you're in a tournament and you're there is something was off on pass number two and you've got 40 seconds to figure out how you're going to run pass number three, you've got to be able to evaluate, um, you know, and it may, maybe not perfectly, but you've got to be able to evaluate, you know, what, why, if something's off, why, like, why is it off? Where, where, what's, you know, is this a, is it a, is this like a, like a micro problem? Is it a macro problem? Is it an intensity issue? Is it, is it speed? Is it spacing, you know, or, or am I simply just dropping my head? You know, at the finish of the turn, like, you, you know, you've got to be able to, you've got to be able to, you know, self-evaluate your skiing a little bit. And really that starts with the coaching that you are receiving. Oh yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, I mean, I think for me, it was really a natural, natural questions to be asking myself. I mean, I, yeah. you know, just like you, I, I mean, I, I didn't grow up in a Mecca of water skiing. And so yeah. we also grew up, you know, pr- prior to this digital age where you had so much access to you. So for yeah. me, I mean, I've, I've always asked those questions. And, um, while I had some over the, I mean, my dad would call like Steve Schnitzer in 1990, and talk with him on the phone about my skiing and try to come yeah. up with come up with a game plan of like what do I need to be working on or is it the ski that needs to be adjusted? I mean, 
And that's how we were doing it. So, I mean, yes, there was a lot of outside influence in a way, but like not enough to say that I was being coached by, you know, I was being gently guided maybe from a long way away. So anyway, the point is like, for me, this, this was always a natural, natural progression. Um, I've always wanted to just keep learning, you know? So, so I think, you know, again, we're back to, yeah, you've got kind of two different sets of skiers, but like even, even, even those skiers, you know, I've seen a lot of the, you know, some of the skiers that fall into that robot. Um, it's a, I mean, it's, it's just a, it's a way of, it's a way of, uh, you know, of explaining it. I don't think they're robots at all and they're very much a human being, but they kind of fall into that zone. But I've even seen growth out of those skiers, you know, as they've gotten to their successful spots or, or whatever, starting to reflect and starting to gain that knowledge. So, you know, I think it doesn't matter what type of skier you are, you can always step that game up. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, what, what, well, so let's, let's, well, let's, yeah, let's go ahead like reflections. this. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't, you know, because this came up in a, it just came up organically this week in a, in a coaching session where it was, you know, it, you know, it, I was skiing with a, like one of my one of my junior guys, Gage, and and it was <clears throat> he ran his first pass. We're gonna we're gonna shorten. It's like okay, you know, like I said, but like let's, if this was in a tournament scenario, like how would you have evaluated that pass? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then you know he came back with, well, maybe I was doing this, and I was like, okay, so is that would that be your area of focus for pass number two, or or do you, would you just stick with your original keys and 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 just hope it goes away? And it, and so I think like why don't you you know, you, you know, you've skied and won, you know, almost every major event in the, in the book. So like, why don't you like, just walk us through your process. Like, meaning, you know, like when you leave the dock in a, in a big event or, 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 you know, no matter if that's a local, local, you know, rating tournament or it's, you know, it's a world championships, like what is your process in terms of evaluating pass to pass to pass, or is it more buoy to buoy or, or what, what was, what was your approach? Well, you know, I, you, you must, for me, I must have a game plan. So, yeah. you know, I've, I've talked about this in the past that I, that I would find two to three keys that I, that I knew were working for me, you know, like, I mean, Chelsea Mills puts them on the front of her ski, you know, like, whatever that is, like I had a few keys that I needed, um, that were, that were going to be my, that make me, if I focus on those things, then I ski my best. It happens to be those things that, uh, you know, you're trying to, a lot of times it's your weakest link and how do you make your weakest link stronger? Right. So those became my keys. And then I simplify my three keys down to basically a one or two word saying. So I could be like wide might be wide on my gate, you know, um, Shoulder might be keep my inside shoulder up, you know, so they were just these little keys. So it might be wide shoulder, first wake and meaning max, max lean at first wake and then trust it, you know, or whatever it was so that you, I started, I start with a game plan, right? And that, that game plan I put in play every time I ski, uh, you know, whether that be uh, practice or tournament doesn't really matter. I mean, it really, every set you ski is that whether you're at the world championships, whether you're at the nationals, whether you're at a local turn, a record tournament, class C tournament, whether you're going to ski with your buddy, it's the same thing. You're, you're, you're putting yourself out in the line. So every day to me was the same, whether it be a tournament or, I mean, I guess every day was a tournament in a way to push yeah. my, to push myself that way. So then, 
so then you fast forward. Okay, so I'm going in and I've got these three three things. I mean, the reason why we start at easier passes that we're very confident in is so that we get a feel for the boat, we get a feel for the rope, we get a feel for the lake, you know, whether the lake has glare, backwash, whatever, wind, you know, so for me, I go in with my keys. I stick, I mean, I evaluate a tournament set based on how well I did my keys. So those are always going to stay very important. And then you're going to have stuff happen along the way to where, you know, you might feel something that is, that is, um, you're like, Ooh, wow. I, I'm, I'm not turning two, four, six. What's going on? <laughs> you know what I okay. mean? Like that, yes. that happens. So, you know, then, then you have to decide, well, that's clearly my glaring weakness right now. Are my keys set up? Did I just not do my keys properly is my first question to ask myself. Like if I get to the end of the pass, I do a yeah. really I do a really fast recap like in my mind I'm like, "Okay, I, I was narrow going into to 2 and 4 or, you know, I never finished 2 and 4 or whatever it is." And then I think to myself, "Do my keys, my first question is, do my keys that I've been practicing with address this situation and all I need to do is, you know, trust my keys more. Maybe I, you know, maybe I only, maybe I only did my keys at a a 60%, you know, rate or whatever on my first pass. I'm like, okay, okay. I wasn't, I, my head wasn't all the way in it. Time to get my head in it, stick to my keys, focus, go. You know, that's Mm -hmm. the, that's the kind of, that's kind of the first, first question I'm going to ask myself on that end, you know, uh, what, what about you? Well, then, so, but can you continue with that? Like, so, so let's just say, you know, so you had your keys and like, let's just use that example. Let's just say you were, you, you know, you weren't, you weren't getting the two, four turn that you, that you, that you had been getting with that set of keys. Like, so and then at that point, are you going, are you going to add another key in like on your, on your second pass? Are you, are you going to like, I don't want to say abandon, but are you going to maybe, are you maybe going to drop one of the, the three and, 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 and change something to address that specifically or, or, or no? Uh, probably, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be like, whoa, you know, like then what basically the way I look at it is I have a Rolodex of, of yeah, things that okay. have, that have, that have things that have happened in my life. And I understand like all of this knowledge that, you know, we we're, we're giving to our listeners through spray makers. Like that's all stuff that, that I've accumulated and you've accumulated over a, a career. So I go through my Rolodex and I'm like, why am I narrow into two, four? Okay. Is it that I, um, am over pulling into two, four. So I'm getting ripped to the inside. Is it that I'm not finishing one, properly and i'm down course so i can't get the right projection to two you know is it that i can't turn two because my gates are absolutely you know not right so you know i just quickly run through that and say is there something that i have in my tool set that i can easily just throw in there as a highlight to help to help that okay you know so you'll you will add something else and then will you so, so let's just keep this like in kind of a, like a, <clears throat> like a real world sort of example. So then coming back for pass number two in, in your tournament or your practice set, are you going to let your chief focus shift to the, to like an, an identified problem on the previous pass? You know, you know what I mean, like, it, I think I still stay with my, my keys still stay, uh, my keys still stay one, two, and three. And then yeah. four, four, you know, four yeah. or an added highlight goes in there. 
And that's why, like I said, that's why I keep my keys to like a one word, simple understanding. And you also have to remember that this is not the first time that I will have been practicing anything that I do in a tournament. Like I am not going to just add in like some new concept that I heard, you know, by somebody, you know, that's been working for them. And now I'm no, no, you know, we, we go out there, you know, and we tell our listeners the whole time, you know, what we do in tournaments is what we've been doing day after day after day in practice. So I will have, I'm not going to throw something new in. I'm just going to add, you know, I might just add a a small, less important highlight to try to help that scenario out. And, and I know those things because I practiced them. I've, and my knowledge base is, is so much higher, you know, I mean, I do a lot of, I also, I mean, just in like, let's say practice wise, if you want to throw it out there, like in practice, I do a lot of, of ski testing, obviously, you know, I'm always working on new product and you don't have a, there's no factory settings when you, when you design a new water ski, you have to find those. So you're going to get out there. And sometimes, you know, this, this setup that you guess that might be the one that, that works for this design, you might get out there and, you know, uh, the perfect example, like, okay, the ski is not finishing two, four, like I've already said in this, you know, earlier. Okay. So are there, are there things that I can do to change that? But I still keep my focus on what my three keys are to, to growth. Okay. Okay. I like that. <clears throat> and, and I'd, I'd be, I'd be similar to where, where I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to leave the dog, whether it's term or whether it's practice it, with, you know, and for me, it always seemed like it was like just two, like two words that facilitated a, you know, a response. Um, and then just trying, you know, like I, 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 I really think about like just trying to ski in the moment. So I'm going to have my two keys and I'm going to be a little bit, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to evaluate sort of in real time as I'm going, mm-hmm. you know, and if, and if something happens at two, I, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have this, this sudden thought that I'm going to make sure that, you know, if, if nothing else, it doesn't happen again at four, you know, or, or, or whatever the scenario may be. Um, but yeah, then, then at the end of the pass, and I think, and again, this is just something I've been working on with some, some of my regular skiers is, is after that pass, like, let's like, like, let's evaluate a little bit and let's not just, you know, I think, I think there's a time for, there's a time in the season and there's a time in the learning curve to just really keep hammering the same kind of concept or, or goal over and over and over. And then there's also a time in the, in the process to be, you know, a little bit more, uh, you know, well, evaluative, a little bit more open to, to, you know, letting your, your keys sort of evolve. Because again, if you, if, if you're going to be able to, let your keys a little evolve a little bit or, 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 or draw, you know, draw in a, a, an additional concept in a tournament. You, you really need to practice it in, in, uh, in, well, you need to practice it in practice, you, you know? So, so again, so I, I'm going to be, you know, my, my, you know, my main focus is going to be on gate setup and, and, and turn in speed. And then I'm going to have probably just one other thing in the course. And then kind of like, kind of like yourself that at the end of the pass, I'm going to evaluate. I'm going to be like, okay, I, you know, I'm coming in a little bit, straighter into two, four, I'm tipping to the inside a little bit. So I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to go come back into my second pass with the exact same focus I had on the previous, but I'm going to make sure, you know, in, in the instance that always comes to mind for me, I'm going to make sure that I stay level longer out of my heel side. So I don't overload. So I get a higher swing into, into my offside, you know, and again, it might be different for everyone. What go, go back to, um, for you then, like, cause this is, you know, this will be an easy one for people to, 
kind of relate to. So like you're a right foot forward skier. If you feel you're narrow at two, four, mm-hmm. what, what, so how would you, like for me, again, me being kind of in, you know, tippy and, and, and dropping my inside shoulder into my offside, I would have fixed the exit of my onside. What if you're narrow at two, four, not getting the, you know, not getting the, the, the turn you wanted, what, how would you approach that? Uh, how would I approach that? Really, really simple for me. I like if if my two four doesn't feel right, I actually go all the way back to gates. So okay, I mean that's the first thing. Like if I come into two ball narrow, that instantly I already know my gates were my gates were narrow. You know, like the way you set that rhythm on your gate will will reflect. Especially, I mean, I mean lefties get lefties get punished more for yeah. the same problem. Righties can righties can can manage it, but it isn't ideal, you know. So that's why you see now, like let's just say you see a lot of threes at threes in the pros at forty one from a lot of the righty because they can get to two ball and still manage that turn, but then you're still not setting yourself up for more, you know. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna so if I'm coming into two ball narrow, I'm backing up. You know, that's, that's, I guess that's the biggest thing. Like, I think, you know, you and I talked about this, uh, you know, off before we started a little bit, it's just that most people diagnose the issue in the moment. Like there was something wrong right there, but yeah. I've always said, you need to step, st- step back, 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 back. Like the, the end result took a while to happen. It didn't just happen. Like you buckling behind the boat is not just because you were, you know, you weren't quite perfect there, you know, back up. How did yeah. you finish one ball? How did you come into one? You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. so, for sure. so I think, I think that's the key that is to always, to always look further back than you think. And then yeah. one other thought before you asked me that question that I really wanted to put out there that I read somewhere and really popped in my mind is that like, let's take a golfer, for example, Golfer looks at the hole. It's a, it's a par three with water on the left, you know? And so what, 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 what do you, what does the guy think to himself? The amateur guy thinks to himself, don't hit it in the lake. Okay. Now, uh, I read somewhere that your brain does not recognize the word don't. So yeah, what, what you really just said was take that statement. Don't hit it in the lake. (laughs) What did you really just say to your brain? Hit it in the hit lake. In the lake. <laughs> so an experienced golfer might say, uh, play it slightly safe to the right. Right. Yeah. Like something yeah. like that, you know, focus on the pin, go for the pin, you know, the yeah. don't. So, you know, like don't overturn five. Oh, why does yeah. everybody get stuck at five? Don't yeah. overturn five. Right. Don't have too much speed at the gate. Don't, you know, so anyway, I just wanted to put that in there that I think that we always need to be thinking about what we do want to do, not what we, you know, so just try to think in the pot, try to think of in the positives, because I think you, that a lot of people create these mental blocks because they're trying not to do something. I always look to be trying to do something. 100%. What can I do? So, yeah, I agree with that. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. And, and, and I think that, you know, that that's kind of a challenge in evaluating your own skiing. And that's why it's, you know, helpful to have a coach you trust and that you can, you know, bounce ideas and theories off of it. But the challenge is, is how, 
Like how globally do you need to view a a mistake? You know, I, I think of it as, I think of it as there's, there's unforced errors and there's forced errors. And like an unforced error would be, you know, coming in on a perfect, you know, perfect swing, perfect line, perfect balance, coming into your, into three ball offside, moving forward and moving forward too aggressively and, and just overturning, you know, and that, that would be, you know, like I, I say like, that's a, that's a micro mistake. That was one mistake in one moment, you know, you, 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 tr- you know, you just overturned, you really did just try and force too you know, too tight of a radius turn. And, and I feel like that is probably the, you know, the, I don't want to say 1%, that's probably the less than 10% of, 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 the mistakes we make though i i'd say that's like you know maybe it's five percent i think i think that's a really uncommon and and it's and furthermore it's one you can live with unless it happens in a tournament you know because it, it's it's you know when you're on the right line and you've got space and you've got speed and you've got support <clears throat> those you know the more often you're on the right line and the more often you see the course from the right angles the less often you're going to make a you know a silly mistake like that. I, I think nine times out of ten, they're they're forced errors. They're 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 it's a mistake you made as a compensatory move to you know some underlying cause. And and that's the challenge is is you know you don't want to get caught just sort of you know picking at the low hanging fruit, if you will. You you sometimes you have to think a little bit bigger and and try and identify cause and effect. Um, so what what is that? What is that process like for you? Like, just say, you know, you had a, um, I'm trying to think, a, like a five ball skid out, you know, at, at 41. Like, you know, you're on the pass, everything's going good, da, da, da. Or maybe you're, maybe everything isn't going great, but like you have a, you know, you have a, like a skid turn, you know, you don't, I don't think you've, I've ever seen you blow your fin, but you have like, like a <laughs> skid turn at five and you end up with four and a half. So like, how does the, how does that process start now? Like given this practice and you're going to take another shot at it right there, then I'm going to, well, I'm going to, I like to, I like to have a short memory. We've talked about that before, yeah. you know, so I'm going to quickly evaluate it and take all, I, I don't like to have my emotions tied to it. Right. Like I just want to hard part. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard. You know, I mean, it's like, well, I mean, if I have my emotions tied to things, the first, the first, pass in the whatever that was 2005 world championships in china i might as well have gone in because i mean it it was like skiing in the ocean crazy hard and i mean i literally when i turned buoy one i looked at buoy two and it was beside me i'm like oh my gosh i'm so far down course to start you know so (laughs) anyway you got to have a short memory or or you're going to get caught up so basically you know what that means is cut cut all that emotion out and just get to the get to the chalk. Like, what is it that what is it that I need to do that is going to help me right now? And so, you know, yeah, I blow out at five, uh, you know, whatever, at forty-one, at thirty-eight, at at thirty-nine. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna say, well, what what did I do leading up to that moment? You know, it's always that's yeah. the question I'm always having. Like, and then how do I recalibrate? Well. I'm going to, I'm going to back up and say, you know, I clearly turned four down course. What did I skid out at five? Because I was so late that I, it was, I was just all out to get around five. Did I, or was I coming in on a line that I should have been able to do it? And I took myself out of the moment. And I think that right there is something that people do, uh, that, that 
you know, like you see less developed skiers make more mental errors than technical errors, you know? And so yeah. then, so I'm going to well, evaluate that. Is it, is it a mental do, do, error or was it a technical error? Yeah. So uh, keep going, but do this, like, let's back it up to three ball so we can maybe take the, the holy shit, I got it out of the equation. So like, right. let's just say, you, like, let's just back this up. This happens at three ball. So what, like, so yeah. So continue through that evaluative process then. Okay. Well, like, yeah. Okay. Well, it was pretty easy because three, three at 41 in, in, in my day was, you know, was that's the make or break, you know, you can, you could win, you could win with a three. You definitely made the cut if you had a three, you know, yeah. for my, in my world, like, you know, three was, three was the, was the deal. So yeah, if I crash at, at three, the first thing I think of is, was I mentally strong or did I just literally blow it because I wanted to get to four and I took myself out of the moment, you know, is that it? So is that, it was that a mental error or was I so late to three that I threw a hail Mary and we've talked about this before. I don't like the hail Mary, you know, like a hail Mary has a place. Like, is it three? Is it, is it that I'm crashing at three ball, um, at 40, let's say at 40, whatever I'm crashing at three ball, was the cut or like the important score that I needed a full three? Cause if I did that, then, then that's, I'm going to evaluate myself a little bit different versus yeah. like, um, I'm, I'm skiing, I'm, I'm in the top echelon. I'm through to the next round. Then that's where I'll throw my hail Mary in there and just try to crank a three to try to get to four, you know, to try to get to four to five to six, like to put it together. So Am I, was I in attack mode, whatever. So I think, I think originally that that's like the thought process that goes through my head. And then, um, how do I, how do I adjust for if it's practice or whatever, how do I, or, or yeah. a tournament, like, what am I going to adjust for the next time I'm going to think of what is the thing that I can do to set myself up to come in on a better line, right? Like, or to be able to have a tight rope at the finish, you know, like what is it, what are those things? And, you know, what, while we were talking about this, I, I, you know, I think that you, you keyed on something really importantly that we do a lot of these keys in practice and we do them over and over and over with, with repetition and confidence so that when we get to the tournament, they are second nature and almost not in our mind, right? Like that there, you're just going through the motion and doing it because I can tell you my, all my best rounds, especially my best passes that I've run in a tournament, like, let's say I, you know people weren't running 39 because it was whatever. And then I went out and ran a 39 or, or whatever it was. People like, what did you, did you feel that at two? Like what happened at four? Like, Oh, I saw that crazy turn at four. And then as a skier, I'm like, man, I don't remember anything. I have no memory of that. I was just in the (laughs) moment. I was in the moment doing exactly what I needed to do. And you know, so, so anyway, nothing better too. There's nothing better. So there's like so, nothing better than finding that, finding that space. And like, this is, we're going to do an episode on this, this before this season's over. But like when, when you're in that space and you're right, it's like, it's like there, there's the details are just so minor and it's more like just, you know, recognizing and, 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 and moving through time and space and speed and space. And it's like the mechanics are just, they're like a foregone conclusion, but that's a, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother, uh, well, yeah, but <laughs> I, let's, couldn't let's, leave, I couldn't leave that alone. Cause it's just like, it's mind right. blowing to me. Well, and I think that it's really important that people understand that it is not just because that doesn't just happen to pros. Like that doesn't, that happens sure. because you're, 
you know, the author James Clear talks about like, you have to have your system in place. Like the systems are what create, you know, your successes. So if you have this system that we've, you know, whatever we have, we have a system that we talk about, you know, and you and I's system probably is, is, is relatively close, but Mm -hmm. whatever system that you have, you have to trust your system. And that's kind of what we're talking about when we're talking about keys, you know, like we have this, we have a, you know, a system that we're, we're practicing every day over and over again. And then we're trust, you have to have trust in that system. And that's what that is. When you're in the moment, you're trusting what you've done to this point. I mean, that's something I used to say, say to myself before every tournament round, you know, like when I could feel the butterflies and I could, you know, I could, uh, I was, you know, my mind might start running a little bit, you know, I just, I'd take a deep breath. I'd look up at the sky and I would just think I've done everything that I could leading up to this moment to be able to ski my best right now. And then the rest is like, put it out on the water, stay, stay in that, in that moment, trust your systems and then go and execute, you know? So, and then I think it's really important whether you can make that adjustment on the fly, you know, like we're talking about, like, that's kind of what we're talking about here is like, how do you make those adjustments while you're skiing and practice in a tournament or whatever? But when, like for me, especially, it doesn't really actually matter tournament or, or practice when I'm done my set, I reflect on what I did well, what I (laughs) could have done better. And I'm going to evaluate, is my system working for me? And is my system setting me up for success? And then I could, I might just say like, oh, I have a glaring hole right here, you know, and I need to address this hole like this. This needs to be, this needs to be implemented into my, into my system in some way. So that's kind of my thought there. I don't know. What about you? Like when you're like, let's, let's put you in like, so I don't, I don't really know that I answered that, that three ball question. I guess my, my quick answer would be just, dude, go out there. What, what happened going in back up to where I can find where I can make an improvement and then try it again. Yeah. And I think, and the hard part is, is like truthfully evaluating what happened. And I think like, and it's, I think that is difficult for people because, you know, just say it's on, you know, the pass you're supposed to run. And if that's 28 off, you know, and again, we'll we'll just keep this, you know, this example, like really, really generic. I mean, just, it's just a practice run. I think, you know, someone pops the fin at three ball. And I think, I think the easy answer for people is, is, Oh, I made a mistake right there, you know, and and it's like, and so if I just don't make that mistake right there, then then that'll be fine. And and you can there there's you Use know there, that word don't bro, yeah right. Exactly. But it's like and and it's there's some value to that because you can you know you can just control you know a, a, a specific scenario in a in a in, in that single moment. Like I'm not going to reach back to the handle. If I hadn't reached back to the handle, I wouldn't have popped the fan. It's like okay, got it. But but I mean what if you went bigger picture and what if you were on a better line where you, you had no, no urgency or you had no reason to reach across and grab the handle. Mm-hmm. What if you were higher in the boat and you were faster, you know, and you had more support, more line support because of it. <clears throat> Why would you reach for the handle? You wouldn't, you know, you almost couldn't. So, and it's, I think, I think being honest with, with so okay so i'm i'm sitting in the water i just did whatever pass it was and i just fell a three ball first thing i'm gonna do is i'm gonna just think back to okay like what did i see coming into that turn what you know was it was i a little feeling a little bit fast a little bit straight tipped a little bit to the inside yes or no you know and if the answer is no then it's like okay 
awesome, stay, stay level. And, and that's not going to happen. But more often it's, you know, if you honestly evaluate, it's like, well, it wasn't the perfect line and not saying it needs to be perfect, but the better it is, you know, the, the less often you're going to make those mistakes. So then just, I'm just going to keep backing it up. I'm like, okay, all right. I was a little bit hot into three, go back to two was how did I exit two? Was it wheelie, which I'm awesome at and then, <laughs> and then tip down and then accelerate. It ha- so everything was happening a little bit later than I wanted. Yeah. I guess I, I was a little, little loose at two. All right. So I'm going to be the same thing. What was I seeing in a two ball? You know, was, was I seeing like really like local with my vision, like tunnel vision coming in, which is going to tell me I was probably tipped to the inside. And if the answer is yes, I'm going to, oh, okay. Well, first of all, if the answer is no, I'm going to be like, okay, keep moving forward at a two. If the answer is yes, I was, I think my right shoulder was down. My head was down. I was going to be like, okay, so then go back to one ball. And this is like, and like, you know, this sounds exhausting, but I mean, this is like, I mean, this, this is happening in a moment, in a matter of seconds. Go back to one. Like, was it a heavy load out of one? I don't know. Ask the driver. Was I super on you out of one? Was that heavy? Was that hard? If the answer is yes. Then it's like, okay, well, easy. You know, <laughs> I'm going to go back to my gate. I'm going to make sure that I've got good glide speed and I and I and I move through the load. I don't just dump and 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 cut hard. You know, so it, it's and again, it's like, but it takes like a, it's it's honesty. It's got to be honest with yourself because I mean, you know, the easy answer is, man, I just screwed up a three ball. Otherwise that was perfect. You know, I, I just, you, I think it's, I think people are, are, they're afraid to dig too deep perhaps because, you know, they, it, it probably seems easier to tackle if you just focus on this one little area. But to me, it's the opposite. The dig, the deeper I can dig through a mistake, the easier it is because the base level stuff is simple, you know, if you understand it. And, and I think we, we're all understanding it better. Um, it's the, it's those small details that are, you know, a little more challenging. It, it, it's, you know, and furthermore, if, you know, you can, you can, uh, if, if you're always thinking about advancing to the, you know, being able to improve your, your, your ceiling of potential improvement, the digger, you, the deeper you can dig and, and really create better swing and better speed and better space that, you know, the easier the, the next subsequent passes are going to be. But I think it's, it's, honestly evaluate a scenario and that's when again having a coach that that you can ask those kind of questions and or further like like the example i just gave if you have a driver that you really trust you know being able to ask them like hey did i hit you hard here you know and and you can really you can you can you can unravel like a, a that whole pass and really identify where the where the how far back did the first thing that i didn't really like happen and then that's where you need to start uh, the driver thing is a huge, you just, you just have a, a, you just, you just hit on something really big. So it's something that I do and I don't think twice about it. And I haven't really, I don't think I've suggested it, but, uh, but I, but you just n- super nailed something that I'm, I'm really, really keen on, which is like, okay, so I go out and I just shred a pass, you know, I'm just like, wow, yeah. that felt amazing. Uh, first thing I'm going to do is when I sit in the water is I'm not like throwing the fist and stoke. The first thing I do sit in the water, boat comes next to me, bam. I'm like, Hey, how did, how did I feel out of one ball? And they're like, and they might, th- there's two, there's two answers. One, oh man, you hammered me at a, out of every buoy that pass. And I'm like, Oh, it felt awesome because I was just kind of on top of it and overworking it. Or the one, the answer that I want to get 
is and that so that was the negative answer the the positive answer that i want to get is like oh man we just felt like we were in such sync every buoy was just easy breezy and i could feel you i knew exactly where you were all the time when i was driving you and you're like bing that means that both myself and the driver were both on you know so asking your driver what they're feeling their driver if your driver says i just you feel so heavy out of two, four, six, you know, like, like, okay, perfect example. Like I typically ski a lot with Nick Parsons, you know, we have that discussion a lot, like either, you know, either he runs a 39 or 41 or whatever, and sits down at the end of the end of the lake and I'm the driver and, and, and we're skiing together. So we're ski, you know, ski partners or, or, or whatnot. Then I'm going to be like, Hey, Nick, that, 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 I knew you were always going to make it, but you're, you're hitting me super hard and kind of a little weird late out of one, three, five, just so you know, you know, and then he can, then he, then, you know, you'll see him sitting in the water and you kind of see him, like his eyes kind of look up and you, it's basically, he's, he's searching through that mental Rolodex of, of like, wait, so that's happening. How do I fix that? Is that the ski? Is that me? Is that my setup? You know? And so, yeah. yes. So being in tune with your driver, I won't want to beat that up that much longer, but being in no, tune with your driver is no. huge. It is. I, and it's a question I get asked all the time. Like, Hey, who coaches you? And, 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 you know, and, and it's like, well, I have a collaborative relationship with, you know, people like, like Rossi and Brooks and, um, you know, and a few other skiers. And I said, but it, but apart from that, I have a handful of drivers that I really trust that, that, you know, we kind of collectively, you know, they're giving me the information from their end and then I'm trying to figure it out from my end. And it, and it's, it is a really nice, uh, in between coaching sessions, coaching, if you will, you know what I mean? Like they're not, obviously the driver's not gonna be able to coach you, but it, but the, you know, the more they know you're skiing, the more they're going to be able to help communicate when they're feeling something different. And, 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 and then again, like I, having that relationship with the driver is really, really important because then you, it, it, it encourages you to evaluate your own skiing. Like, I don't know what happened, but, um, the gate was way heavier on that pass. Okay, cool. Like, you know, so then it was like, okay, well, what is that? How could that have contributed to what I might've felt at, at two and three, you know? And, and it's, um, it, it is, it's, uh, we, I'm surprised we haven't talked about this in the past because it, it's, it's profoundly important. And again, you know, it, and it, it also, um, selfishly as a skier, the more you involve your driver in that regard, the, the more they're going to be paying attention and, and, um, in the long run, the better the driver they're going to become. Right now. I mean, obviously you're talking about skiing. I mean, you and I typically will, surround ourselves with the best driving that we can get so that we know we have as consistent of a ride as possible when you're trying to evaluate was that me i mean there's also that whole there's a whole another question like if you fall at three ball was it you or was it the driver (laughs) i mean and i'm not trying to like give excuses out there but no 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 but i can tell you for sure you know there are there are instances where you know like i'll say this i definitely had this happen before okay like I never drop the handle. Like that is never a thing. Like the handle will never fall out of my hand when I'm skiing. And I've been, I've been at a tournament and I'm like, you know, I'm out there at whatever line length I'm at and I'm getting ready to finish my turn and I drop the handle. Now, hold on a second. Did I just have a mental moment of weakness or did the handle actually just get pulled out of my hand? 
And I have to yeah, evaluate, yeah, yeah. I have to evaluate that. So anyway, yeah. the point being there, there could be other factors in there. I think, I think, uh, the things that pop into my mind, you know, just to recap on what we're talking about here for an episode, yeah. number one, you want to have as many tools in your toolbox as possible. So that's what we're doing here at spray makers. And that's what, you know, you can, you just, and when you go and ski with a coach, that's the way, you know, you're going to therapy, you know, like, I mean, you're trying to put tools in your toolbox so that you can get better at whatever it is that you're, that you're trying to improve on. So, you know, when you, when you're, when you're skiing with Trent and Trent, you're coaching people, you're, you're just adding tools into their toolbox. You know, you're trying to highlight what, what it is that's, that is their weakness. And then you're trying to add in things that they can do to, to improve on those, on those parts, you know? And then the other thought that pops in my head is emotions and emotions get stimulated to a crazy high level when you ski tournaments, especially if you don't ski many tournaments. I mean, I can definitely attest to that. I've skied less tournaments during COVID than, than, uh, most. And, uh, so thus every time I have skied a tournament, it has, you can feel those emotions want to start to creep in. And, you know, a lot of people miss passes because they allow, they get, they basically, the, the, the breakdown of that is they take themselves out of the moment and the emotion puts them uh, uh, steps behind or they fast forward to steps ahead. And so just being able to have the tools that you need in the moment and saying in the moment to me are really important uh, things to be, to help you to be successful, to, uh, to not make those errors. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think I probably like the, if, if you're going to go, you know, probably the, the, for me, the easiest key in, in this, this idea of being, you know, self-evaluative, you know, being able to identify your own, you know, your, 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 not necessarily your weaknesses, but your mistakes on, 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 on any given pass is, you know, just, just as soon as you're in the water, you know, whether you missed a pass or you fell, just, just think back, like how far, how early in this pass was the first potential red flag for me? And, you know, general rule of thumb is start there. 